we take you on a jaunt through London, a feast for the eyes and the palate. And we found a lovely Marriott if you want to see the Orioles. And we get raw in Philly. Plus, we relax in an all-inclusive in Cancun. And we go to the golf club, Doctor. That's all coming up on Undercover Jet Center. Welcome back, everyone. We begin in London. And we start with a view that is totally new. So we are in London for a week on business. I hadn't been there for 30 years, and this was the newest thing I noticed, the London Eye. If you are there for the first time, go to the London Eye first. Otherwise, London was still traditional, crowded, and bustling. Oh, well, London's such a super fun city. I mean, so much to see and do. Great vibe, great people, great energy. I think that's just a London constant always. And this London Eye is really very fun. You know, it, definitely check the times and availability. You can also go on a champagne tour, um, but check the times and availability of that. But it's, it's a great way to get a bird's eye view of the whole city. Another good tip on in London, use the tube. Still the best way to get around this labyrinth of a city. The tube is amazing. Our, our two favorite sayings, mind the gap, way out. It's the greatest and easiest way to get around. Make sure you get an Oyster card because that will give you a way to just use it for the whole week. You just swipe it in, swipe it out, you load it up, you can reload it. It's perfect. Now, one of the places that you definitely want to go to is Westminster Abbey, and it's only open at certain times, so make sure you check the times and when it's open so that you get there at the right time. And here is Poet's Corner. We loved this, didn't we? Oh, yes. And being a literature student, I got to go visit some old friends, T.S. Eliot and C.S. Lewis. And you being a theater major, you got to see the bard. That's Shakespeare looking down on Sir Lawrence Olivier. Yes, it's like the perfect shot. And and that's kind of the British humor for you. <laughs> you got to love that. Um, the outside is as beautiful almost as the inside. I mean, you know, really the architecture and it, this is the cloisters where we're looking at right now. You've got to wander around out there as well. It's really beautiful. Um, and, and also, you can't take photos inside, so just remember that. You don't want to get in trouble. The British people will kick you out because they treasure that place. But here we went to the National Gallery, and that's in Trafalgar Square, and that's Nilsson's Column. And it's a great place to go. The National Gallery, you're going to see Monet. Uh, it's huge, so plan accordingly, impressionist galore, I mean every kind of art form you'd possibly want, and era. Uh, in case you get hungry, they have a cafe, you can grab a bite. Uh, it's just beautiful. Seeing the impressionist was a delight. Brought back a lot of memories for me. And really, if, if you love art at all, you need to stop here. Now, Gordon Ramsay has been following us all over London, or maybe we've been following him. Right near the National Gallery is Hedden Street Kitchen, another great dining experience. He's a brilliant celebrity chef extraordinaire, and we had some amazing food at this place. Hedden Street Kitchen, it was just such a delight. I mean, there you're kind of seeing, we had flatbread with butternut squash, this is Crispy Egg Soldiers. Oh, of course, our love for eggs. It's eggs, it's mushrooms, it's cheese, 
brioche. You can't go wrong. This is the mac and cheese with slow braised beef. Um, another delicious dish. I mean, you know, he just combines wonderful things. Of course, HSK fish and chips with mushy peas. And then we had this delight, the Fevre Fevre Chablis, which is a French Chardonnay from Burgundy. We loved that. It went well with really all the foods that we had. We had earthy foods. We had fresh foods. We had everything that you can imagine. And then we had the greatest steak in the world. Yep, this was at May's Grill. There were other great dishes there, like this prawns appetizer and guacamole. We had your favorite cheese, burrata. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a smorgasbord, let's just say that, <laughs> in one sitting. It was amazingly delicious, of course, as you would expect. And um, May's Grill is actually inside of a Marriott in the ritzy Grosvenor Square area. It's just down from Mayfair. This was a beautiful Chardonnay that we had from the Russia River Valley. We were craving oaky buttery, and this totally delivered. And now we give you the world's greatest steak. Japanese Wagyu Filet, 16 ounce. Um, yes, of course, it's Gordon Ramsay, so they cook it right, they do it right. Well, and then you drop it. The smell Why did of you it. drop it? It's so intoxicating. You are dizzy. I mean, <laughs> then you don't need that knife. No, you, you can slice it with your spoon. I mean, literally. So uh, it just melts in your mouth. I mean, we can't say it enough. Exactly. Steak like butter. And then we had this great red wine with oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. This was amazing. This was a Saint Emilion Bordeaux. It was a blend of Cabernet with Cabernet Franc and Merlot. We loved it. It was so delicious. Of course, it went great with that steak. It really would go great, honestly, with almost anything. And next we go to Jamie Oliver's. Jamie Oliver is an amazing celebrity chef. This was a really sumptuous pizza that we had. And here we had also uh, fish and chips with lettuce. So Jamie Oliver's known for doing London street food in a gourmet style. So he kind of likes to blend everything a little bit different and change it up. This was one of the hottest pizzas I've ever had. And I know it was for you. I think the piece de resistance was the asabuco. Absolutely. So delicious. That was another melt-in-your-mouth thing, and it's it's there with the roasted vegetables. These were the two wines that we had. We liked the flint better because that was a little drier and uh, a little more our taste, but both wines deliver on flavor. Jamie has fun with his bathrooms in his restaurant, so make sure to go when you're at Jamie Oliver's. Notice the steps have the Beatles lyrics. And we never want to say goodbye to Jamie Oliver, but we did have to say goodbye to Union Jack so we could get to the theater where we went to go see beautiful The Carol King Musical. And we, we saw that in the West End of London, which you've got to go there when you're in London. It's, it's, the, it's the Broadway of London. I mean, it's where you want to be. And it, this was an amazing show. They did a, such an amazing job. The talent was phenomenal. Their voices amazing. And Carol King, you're going to cry. 
cry, just to let you know, bring a lot of tissues. It's going to happen. Man, woman, whoever you are, just be ready because it's Carol King. It's really about the history of music from the 1950s through the 1990s. It brings back a lot of memories. And what a lot of people don't realize, Carol King wrote so many songs for herself and other artists. And you can get uh, tickets to the theater, half-price tickets, discounted tickets when you get off the tube at Charing Cross or Leicester Square. Now, on this trip, we didn't get a chance to do this, but you need to go to the Royal Shakespearean Theater. London is a great convention town. We attended the Ice Gaming Convention. And that's in the Canning District. This is the Excel Center where we were, and we saw some amazing stuff at this gaming convention. I mean, it was sophisticated. It had entertainment, drinks, girls, food. I mean, everything you want. And online gaming is really happening around the world. It's huge. So get yourself over to London. Lots of history, but lots that is new. Jolly old London. And it's not that old anymore. It's pretty young. Young London. Well, of course, we can't wait to get back. Yeah, you know, I'd probably go just for the theater. By the way, did we mention the greatest steak in the world at all? <laughs> yeah, just a couple of times. <laughs> and next, we're going to get raw in Philly. Now, Philadelphia is a great food town that most people don't even know about or think about. And we found a lot of great restaurants there, including what we think is the best raw bar in town. So we're checking out this operation in Philly. It's called Raw. Someone tells us something fishy is going on here. Sure, it says sushi and sake lounge, but don't let the Japanese veneer fool you, or even the catch of the day that looks so fresh. Nope, you have to look closer at these rolls. Why? You would have thought Hirohito had the Japanese military invade Mexico. Avocado, jalapeno, chilies. This roll is a case in point, as we learn from our waiter informant. It's, it's tonight's special. It's yellowtail, avocado, scallions, and jalapeno with a garlic chili sauce with seared striped bass, microgreen cilantro, and a wasabi aioli with a sea salt vinegar. Your two insightful operatives quickly made two deductions. First, our waiter informant is not Japanese. And second, the masterminds running raw are so secretive, they gave this multicultural role the name of, write this down, special of the day. Thankfully, we have the intel. It's the special on May 31st, 2014. Hit your informant with that when you order. He'll start mumbling into his cufflinks. Now, we went further and mixed in this mixing of the races cocktail as we probed our informant deeper. That drink, that is incredible. This one? Yeah. It's mango jalapeno and lemon with kaibichi vodka with a mango pulp pineapple juice and a cayenne pepper rim. And a what? Cayenne pepper rim. Just, yeah, that's what's up. There we go. So good. That was good. Can I take this? No, we're not done yet. Sometimes you have to be tough with these operatives. So there you have it. Raw sushi and sake lounge in Philly. Don't be fooled by all that Japanese facade. Raw is on Samson Street in downtown Philly near a ton of other good eateries. And we did some sleuthing of other restaurants in Philly and we'll bring you those stories in later episodes.
And next we go to Baltimore to a place that you call home every year. Yeah, it's the Towson Marriott and the Towson Marriott has a distinction that no other Marriott can talk about. Ah, uh, one of my favorite hotels is the Towson University Marriott. We've partied here for the Ken Singleton Celebrity Golf Classic for cool kids each year. It's not far from the Orioles ballpark at Camden Yards, but staying here is more like being at home. First, great food, great staff. I love the breakfast buffet. Next, the spacious rooms that only this Marriott has, as GM Dave Hinshaw tells me. But we actually have the largest Marriott room product in the country. That's a bit of a secret, uh, but a great thing to brag about. When you say largest room area, what does that mean? Well, from uh, just square footage. Uh, per room? Per room. The room is actually the largest footprint of any Marriott room product across the country. And, and one of the reasons is because this used to be a dorm, right? It did. It was a number of things. Uh, before even a dorm, it was a nursing home when it first became uh, a facility. And, quite, and then I think that only lasted about a year. And then student housing was a was a big priority for the university and uh, for many years half the hotel was uh, was a student dorm that's correct and dave tells me it's only going to get better yeah, we've uh, marriott is going through a very very exciting brand change globally a difficult thing to do but they're doing very rapidly very boldly uh, all designing all around designing uh, products and services for the younger generations but what you've seen over the last year john is a manifestation of that as we kind of evolve into different kind of renovation projects. We're opening up spaces here. Uh, Marion has a new room designed for the Millennials. Uh, again, a lot more open spaces up there. The bathroom looks completely different. It's a sharp product. It's a very, very, very exciting time uh, for us here in Towson and for Marion. Dave says it's just as easy to call Marriott Direct on this 800 number or go to our site at jetsetterdeals.com. Now, if you're interested in that golf event, the Ken Singleton Celebrity Classic, all you have to do is go to coolkidscampaign.org. Take a look and join us. And when we come back, we'll be kicking back at an all-inclusive in Cancun. I got to admit, I love Cancun, especially in the winter, and especially if it's all-inclusive. <laughs> well, I found one of the best. Kick back, relax, and enjoy. Feeling like you need a little island invigoration? Come to the Grand Oasis Resort in Cancun. It's a tropical paradise you won't want to miss. And it's an all-inclusive that truly does include everything. Leave your wallet in the safe in your room because everything is included. All meals, all day, and all-you-can-eat food from buffets to sit-down gourmet restaurants, plus unlimited drinks of every kind imaginable at every bar on the property. Enjoy your time relaxing on the beach, chilling by the pool, or at the spa. Then, after your day in the sun, sit down for some cool sushi at one of the two sushi bars, or hit a hot, high-end gastro bar like the Decadent White Box, a definite foodie spot serving up tapas and fine wines from their cellar, and one of the best views on the island. 
The menu is loaded with choices. You pick a number of selections from each section of the menu, and then indulge in some of their finer wines. We got these gourmet sliders with arugula, onions, and mushrooms. Then we had eggs tossed with wild mushrooms. This was decadent and delicious. Here's an avocado stuffed with shrimp, and then a cool take on tuna in the can. Here it's fresh and deconstructed with tangy tomato salad. After listening to that cool music, hit the high-end steakhouse or the VIP lounge. Either way, you'll have great food. We had a trio of sweet potatoes and then more fresh fish served with creamy mushroom risotto. You'll have more time to unwind the next day, lounging at one of the many swim-up bars or winding your way through the longest pool in Cancun. If you feel like something a little more active, there's fitness facilities, yoga, golf, tennis, volleyball, basketball, all on site. Something for everyone. So the next time you're in the mood for a tropical oasis, check out the Grand Oasis in Cancun. We've saved you a spot right here next to us. Wow, that looked fabulous. Uh, definitely want to go down there. But if you're looking at an all-inclusive, how do you know it's an all-inclusive, what it's cracked up to be? Well, the best way really is to consult an expert, someone who does this for a living and knows their business. And that's why we've hooked you guys up, our viewers, with an exclusive site. It's called jetsetterdeals.com. Go there. It's got all of your travel-related stuff and needs, anything you could want. They are the experts. They'll take care of it all for you. There you go. And uh, still ahead here, sometimes you stink at golf and it is the clubs. It's not you. So we're going to meet the club doctor next. Well, I remember you complaining about your wedges. Yeah, I could not get the ball close to the hole, so I had just simple, easy putts. And I thought it was me. I thought I was losing my game, but it wasn't me. It was the wedges. Okay, nothing worse on a golf vacation. Baggage handlers damage your clubs, they fall off your cart, or you hit a bad shot and get angry. Uh, people do have tempers. <laughs> so I get a lot of business, uh, bent wedge shafts, you know, broken this, broken that. You know, they just finally had enough of, of, um, you know, of it, and they released their frustrations upon their golf club. To salvage your golf getaway, these sparks need to fly. Meet Al Cloyd. Certified club maker. He is known from Myrtle Beach to Wilmington as the go-to guy for repairs or adjustments. You know, he's, he's, he's awesome. I mean, he, he's very personable. He, he knows his work. And he can do three or four things at once. It's just amazing to watch him if you go in, your, in his trailer and watch him. He's doing something for two or three other people and, and doing yours at the same time. Al learned his trade decades back as an apprentice to British master club maker Debris Mears. That allows him to keep up with the new golf club technology. It's every day. It's, it's every single day. It, it's R&D. Um, you have to stay on top of it. Um, it's talking with the manufacturers constantly. Um, I'm on the phone to California every day. And um, that's where all the new stuff's coming from. 
Um, so it allows me to stay on the cutting edge, you know, of technology. Al got my wedges on the right cutting edge. I was duffing chips and pitches horrendously until Al started grinding on my wedges, as you see here. So after we sit and we talked, um, you told me that you, the wedges that you were used to playing had less bounce. So what I'd done was I took on the sole of the golf club towards the, the rear trailing edge. Um, what I'd done was I just took and I removed material uh, from that area on the grinding machine. And by moving that material, it takes the bounce out of that golf club and takes the, the top line and drops it closer to the ground, um, which makes it easier to get the club underneath the ball. Um, if some people that take a big divot, um, you know, will lack a little more bounce and, you know, so on and so forth. But it's basically, um, it's listening to the customer and giving them what they want. And now I'm back to getting up and down for par over 50% of the time, bringing my scores down. The payback is, is when I have a customer come back in to me, you know, two or three days later or a week later, hey, I shot a 74, you know, when the guy she used to shoot an 82. You know what I mean? Or, you know, just little things like that. You know, I, I hit every fairway. I didn't miss one fairway. You know, that's the first time I've ever done that. Um, it's those little comments and those little pats on the back that, that keep you coming back every day. Al and his magic grinding machines are at the Possum Trot Golf Course in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Check out his website on how to reach him at www.grindgolfclubs.com. And if you're visiting the area, Check out our undercover jet setter at jetsetterdeals.com and keep grinding those clubs, folks, and swinging easy. And my short game has come back, thanks to Al, and uh, he's actually worked on my irons. They're beginning to come back, so I will show you that in future episodes as well. Well, now is this just for good golfers? Actually, no, it's not. And one of the things that Al has told me was golf is a tough enough game. Why, when you're just picking up the game, why make it even tougher without having the right equipment that's measured for you? And so I thought, you know, it makes a lot of sense. So if you are picking up the game or if you're coming back to the game, go to someone like Al who'll fit the clubs for you. It isn't going to be that much more than just buying it off the shelf. Wow. Well, that is amazing and really good to know that you can get something like that. Absolutely. Well, it was definitely worth it for us to enjoy this time with you. And we look forward to the next time where we bring you more food, wine, travel, and golf. All on Undercover Jet Center. Cheers. Cheers. I think they could hear the plastic clinking. <laughs> it's acrylic.